Tyler Lothar in Podcast Line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. This week we conclude... <laughs> this week we conclude our <laughs> thankful series with Adam's pick, 1999's Galaxy Quest. Yes! This movie was directed by Dean Parasot. He has one other notable movie, Red 2. Oh! <laughs> yes! Bruce Willis, my boy! How many plugs are we going to give him? Ah, uh, it's the first one of this episode. That's true. <laughs> and the film stars Tim Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Alan uh-huh. Rickman, <laughs> Tony Shalhoub, and uh-huh. Sam Rockwell. I'll do a brief synopsis and we'll move from here. The alumni cast of a space opera television series have to play their roles as the real thing when an alien race needs their help. However, they also have to defend the alien race and Earth from a reptilian warlord. I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this movie before? So many times. Maestro? Yes, I have. I've seen this too. All right. So, Adam, this is your thankful pick. Yes. Explain to the listeners why you chose this movie out of... You had all of Bruce Willis's yeah. filmography to choose from. That's, what that's, happened? That's too simple. Okay. I feel like that's too on the nose. Too predictable? Yeah. People are going to expect me to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But th- this was... It, it harkens back to my childhood in, uh-huh. in, a, in a weird way because this movie came before I ever saw anything of Star Trek. Star Trek is actually a, a much later edition of my life. Like, in the past... Uh, three, four years that I get into the Star Trek bandwagon. So when I saw this movie at, at the beginning, it was because of Tim Allen. It was, it was tool time. Mm-hmm. It was all of that. Home, uh, because uh-huh. home, home Improvement. Uh-huh. <laughs> home Improvement was a big part of my childhood. Okay. I loved it to death. He made a movie. I wanted to watch it. And it was hilarious to me. I loved every moment of it. And um, uh, Monk, the guy that was plays Monk at the time was Men in Black. Yeah, the guy that Jeeves. was yeah, the, the guy that was just trying to sell the guns. Yeah, yeah, you, you have no idea how much that stings. Yeah, uh, so it's just that combination. I didn't even know who Alan Rickman was. You didn't know that was Hans Gruber. I didn't know. I didn't know Sigourney Weaver. I didn't. I didn't know them at all because <laughs> this is this is bubble phase oh, that I'm watching this. Okay, so I, I remember loving it to death, watching it a couple times over the years, finally getting around to Star Trek, and then things started firing the synapses and like oh. This is brilliant. Watching it again after I watched Star Trek, the original series, mm-hmm. it just it had so much more weight to it. They're like, yes. It just started adding layers and it just became much better because like an onion. Yeah, so many so many onions or a parfait. Mm-hmm. If you like Shrek. Uh th- there, <laughs> there's there's just so many fun things here. And Alan Rickman also later in life realizing how amazing he was, going back to it, watching it. It's Warren Weaver. I, I, everybody that is in this movie, Sam Rockwell, for Christ's yep. sake. I didn't know who these people were at the time I watched it, but I already enjoyed it. Later on, finding out who these people were and enjoying their body of work, coming back to this, it just adds so many layers, and it makes it so much better for me. Rain Wilson. Yeah. Dwight. Dwight is in this. <laughs> it's a very, yeah. very, very small role, but mm-hmm. it's just all these things that just start clicking in my brain, and it makes me excited and happy that I... Yeah, I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. In case you people haven't seen it yet, for some unforsaken reason. Yeah, this is like an all-star cast of yeah. awesome, really. Yeah, it really is. From action sequences to comedy, this is all there. This, to me, is comedy first. And then action secondary. I know, but I'm, yeah. I, yeah. I keep on thinking because like uh, Sigourney Weaver made her like first like really awesome movies with Alien. Yep. 
And then uh, what? Uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah. Right. But then uh, she the, was, was gatekeeper. Dana. Yeah, she was the gatekeeper. Dana, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Nope. And then also with um, what's it called? With Tim Allen as the Santa Claus. Yes. Ho ho, she sure. Tim Allen was real big in my childhood. Yeah. And I, I still enjoy him. I haven't watched his. Was it Last Man Standing? He's got a TV show. Oh out. yeah. Yeah. He's I, he's I, very. Uh, uh, Tim Allen? No, 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 no. He's like, he's like hardcore, like right wing, ultra conservative. Oh, Tim right? Allen? Yeah, he's saying, yeah, last man got st- standing, got canceled because we don't have like a minority cast and like we're, we're oh, like no. a real, like, yeah. Like, he's he, being a dick about it? Yeah. Uh, he, was, he got all petty because the show got canceled. Uh, so the alt right was like, yeah, last, bring last man standing back. So like the alt right and all these ooh. like Nazi groups are trying to get his show back on. All right. Yeah. All right. Maybe I won't. See, I'm not going to check it out then. Yeah, we just watch Alan Rickman movies. But yeah. you know what, dude? My boy Kurt Russell, he's like super ultra right wing. I don't give a shit. I still love his yeah. movies. Okay. Speaking of Home Improvement, one of my favorite jokes, I didn't watch a lot of Home Improvement. Like, I've seen like one or two complete seasons. You're from- not down with JGT? No. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yes. 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 But there was one joke. Simba. There was one joke they did that I still think of to this day. They were, they, they were doing, they were in a kitchen. Okay. And, uh, uh, who was his partner? Al? Al. Okay. Yeah. So, Tim, Al, what's his name on the show? Al. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tim, oh, oh, no. Tim the Toolman Taylor and Al? Tim yeah, the Tim Toolman the, Taylor. So, Tim, Tim, Tim the Toolman. Yeah. He bites into a piece of jalapeno. Oh, yes. I know the exact thing you're yes. talking about. He beats, he, uh, no, no, no. He eats something spicy. Like, he yes. eats hot, hot peppers. And so, Al's yeah. like, the best thing you can do is drink milk. So, he drinks milk, but. You don't want it to be expired, so yeah. he, like, no, no, he it's it a, not. But not goat's milk, I think, is a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes. Another thing you can do is bite into a piece of bread, and he bites into it, but not jalapeno cheese bread. <laughs> yeah, that's the one joke I remember. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that would be followed up like, couldn't you tell me it was not the thing to yeah. to eat or drink? I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I like that. that and then he smiles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you also a Star Trek fan too? Maestro? What, the sequel? No, I'm talking about in general. Like, Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, like yeah. Star Trek? Oh, yeah. I've never been a Star Trek guy. No? I do love this movie, though. I know this is based on the original series yeah, cast. Galaxy Quest, Star Trek. It's just it's just simple. It's Phrases a common word, yeah. I've, I, or synonyms. <laughs> I've, I, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I've never been a Star Trek guy. I've always been a Star Wars guy. And what's funny is, like... They made a documentary called Trekkies about like Star Trek fans who are like hardcore fans. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Have, have you seen that? Yeah, and the sequel. Yeah, oh, Trekkies no. too. So when it I saw when I saw this movie, I was like fucking nerds. But like I like <laughs> but like I like Star Wars. Okay, it's like, it's like on the same level. But in my mind, it's not the same level. Like I feel yeah. like my thing is more. It's, a, it's like a, it's an action adventure. Battle. There's this one movie. I forget what is it called. Um, it's got the same guy from the ping pong. Uh, was it Balls of Fury? The same actor, and then uh, a bunch of the guy's friends. They're trying Christian to walk in. No, no, I know what you're talking about. The the fat guy. Yeah, o- Olaf. No, 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 no. It's oh. uh called Fanboys. Yes, it takes yes. place in 1999, and their friend is dying of cancer, so they go cross country to sneak into yes, uh, George Lucas's ranch to yeah to Skywalker see, Ranch to Skywalker Ranch to see Episode One before their friend dies. Yes, I love that movie. That movie is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. That that have um uh. From the Looper. Seth Rogen? Yeah. Seth Rogen and... Who's the other guy that had to shave his head? Was it not the guy from Looper that played the young Bruce Willis in Looper? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Was that not him? He's, that... Not in, no. he's not in this movie, no. No? 
He's not. I want to look that up. No, he's not. I, no, I mean, you might want to look up the movie. The one where he's dying of cancer is called 50-50 with Seth Rogen. Yeah, 50-50. It's, yeah. Not, it's not this one? No, that's not oh, this one. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah, that movie's funny because there's, there's a whole Star Trek versus Star Wars thing going on there. So they go to – where's Captain Kirk from? Isn't he from like Iowa or something? Like He's from the Midwest. Yes, Midwest. So in the movie uh, – in the scene in the movie, they're built, erecting a statue honoring James Kirk. Okay. So the Star Wars guys show up and they're making fun of him. And uh, No, I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, they yeah they're going cross country, so they arrive no, th- at the town. Oh, I, was it Kirk or Picard? No, it was Kirk. Oh, it was the, Kirk. But this is where I'm going with the joke. Okay. So, um, uh, they're they're talking about like, oh well, Star Wars characters are gay, and they go, no, Star Trek has a gay character. Like who? Captain Picard. And Seth Rogen goes, Captain Picard is not gay. He's British. <laughs> Make it so. Make it so. <laughs> And then Seth Rogen, because he's a big Trek guy, he goes, well, Han Solo is a bitch. And then the guy from Balls of Fury goes, what was that? What did you say? Like, he gets all serious. Mm, that's too far. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is too far. That's too far. Uh, oh, that's a great movie. You yeah. should check it out, Adam. All right. You'll, like, you'll, you'll really like that Fantastic. movie. Fantastic. Yeah. It's called uh, Fanboys. 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 All right. I'll, I'll put it on my list. But Galaxy Quest, I saw this as a kid. It was on cable a lot. Yeah, me too. I watched it too. My dad and me watched it actually on a regular basis. I love this movie. And I got that it's supposed to be like Star Trek. Yeah. But I never liked Star Trek. But I really like this movie. And I don't think I've ever seen I've, – I've only seen two Star Trek movies and they were the newer ones. Mm-hmm. The ones with uh, Cumberbatch as Khan. No, yeah. that's fine. The one before that's fine. that. It, yeah, but, yeah. but it's the same people though. But I think I want to start watching Next Generation. No, no. Mm-hmm. No? Original series. Do Why? Be- because weirdly enough, it still holds up. Like, oh. like I said, I, I came to it later in life. Uh-huh. Shatner – I have so much more respect for Oh, you for hate Shatner. everything before 90. I know. And, that, and that's, that, should, <laughs> that should be a testimony alone. Okay. That the fact that I can watch the original series uh-huh. and still enjoy the hell out of it. Okay. Because, yeah, some of the, I mean, the effects and whatnot are, are so-so, but yeah. it, it's still, like, plot-wise, I feel like it still holds up in a weird way. And, and this Galaxy Quest is based on the original, the original series. Yeah. But it also has things from Next Generation because it has the uh, – Rickman's character is uh, uh-huh. – Supposed to be Spock. No, Kling- no, no. A Klingon. Yeah, the Klingon guy. Uh, Jesus Christ. Worf. Worf. He's supposed to. He's Worfy. Worfy. Yes. Yeah, he's like a mixture of Worf and Spock. Yeah, because because Worf is a the, the, he's a battle class person, and this this is this is even touched on in the original series. The Klingons are a warrior class. Yeah. And and this is what uh, Rickman is is kind of being. It, it, granted, it's a white version of it. He's also so very sciencey though, too, isn't he? Like Spock. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he is a mixture of both. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then we have Sigourney Weaver as the Ohura type of person. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we have Scotty, which is Monk. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, doesn't he act like he's high in this movie the whole time? Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted <laughs> he, to say. Such they're a, they're yeah, saying was, that the ship's breaking apart. Yeah. And he's always smiling. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Because he, he's just uncomfortable. He doesn't know uh-huh. what the fuck. He, 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 he was an actor by trade. And uh, is not familiar with any of this stuff, so he's relying on the other people to be sciencey for him. And then it's like, oh, that's no, you got it. That's right again. All right, mm-hmm. hug group. I, he he was great. Yeah. He, he was. He this was a great. great cast. Yeah, everyone in the movie's great. All the characters were were done yes. very well. Before we jump into the movie, yeah. I just have one question about Star Trek. Yes, in Next Generation, do they reference? The old show, like, hey, remember the yes. adventures of Captain Kirk? So they exist in the same Absolutely. world. In fact, in the first episode of Next Generation, uh, you see Bones uh, in it. 
The character bones. The character, yeah, okay. the character, the actor, even. Oh. The same okay. actor, same character comes in as, like, so the, the Enterprise is kind of being, uh, passed on to the next right. group. Yeah, basically. Okay. There, the, now there's some continuity issues, but it's, okay. it's not, it's not something to get into at this episode. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but it all exists. So do you want to jump into to your movie? Yes. So it opens up with a scene from Galaxy Quest, the, Movie, I'm assuming the show the was from show. the 70s, yep. I'm guessing, just yep. like Star Trek. Yep. Or was it the 60s? Whatever. Doesn't matter. It's just like Star Trek, like cheesy effects and everything. And they, um, the show ends with, I'm guessing this was like the last episode or was a lost episode or something. Right. Like something 13. Omega 13. Omega 13. What will that be? Tune in next week. Right. Now, so this is being uh, premiered at uh, pretty much. At a, it's pretty much a Star Trek convention. Yeah, it's, it's a, a Galaxy Trek Quest. Con. Galaxy Quest Con. Yeah. And uh, Sam Rockwell's announcing it, uh, which is, Dude, I, was, he is I, was, I was very pleased great. to see him. He's so great. Just in general, everything. I love Sam Rockwell. Yes. Everything he does, I, I'm just happy to see him on the screen. Any, any role he's in, I Ab- love him. Absolutely. At, when he, when he, the first time outside of this I saw him in something was uh, The Green Mile, when he's that crazy fucking convict. Uh, <gasps> oh, okay. <gasps> like, <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. He was great in that. So good. So good. I think my favorite role... To date, would probably be um, the Seven Psychopaths as the uh, as the diamond. I don't think I've seen that. Oh, that's oh, a lot you'll of... dig it, man. You'll yeah. dig it so bad. It's got him. It's got uh, Christopher Walken. They both they really? both they both do a great job in it. Uh, it has it has um, uh, bullseye. In it. What's his name? Oh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> but he, even he does an okay role because he's pretty much he's a drunk writer trying to make a movie, and his best friend is Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, telling movie. Uh, Sam Rockwell's also teamed up with Christopher Walken on the side doing a side scheme. Oh, it's a great movie. It's it's really fun. You'll enjoy the hell out of it. Okay. Uh, you, you can't <laughs> wrote, not, you can't not it like down. it. All right, please. Please watch that. So it's, so it's at Galaxy Quest Con. Yep. And it's Sam Rockwell kill, crushing it. Crush, yep. every, every, it He's it, being so Sam rockwell Yes. <laughs> yes. And um, they're going to announce... So pretty much he played a character named Guy... Who was a red shirt? I know that yep. I do know the term red shirt. Uh, red shirts good. are just guys in the background who are cannon fodder. They're expendables. Yes. Yep. So he played a, a red shirt on the show. In, in this case, it's a gray shirt. In, in this movie, yes, uh, because they, they have the, the gray shirts are the expendables. They have the blue shirts, which is the crew. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, red shirt is the uh, Sigourney Weaver's character, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think uh, Nesmith. That's Tim Taggart. Yeah, yeah. He's got the. Uh, it's like a gray blue. Yeah. Alternating colors type of thing. And he's there to announce the cast. So they. So they have the original cast. So it's. Um, so the little black boy. So the pilot of the ship. Yeah. Was like a te- a little kid. Right. But now he's grown up, and it's Sigourney Re- Re- Weaver who's like the communications officer. Yes. Tim Allen is the captain. Uh, about Tony Shalhoub, Fred Kwan. He's he's pretty much he's the Scotty. He's the engineering guy. Yeah. And um, Rickman is the I'm guessing like the science officer, yeah, like Spock, right? And then Alan is the Kirk, the the captain of the ship, yeah, Tim Allen, yeah. So they bring him out one by one, but uh, oh, b- no, before, before that happens, they're backstage. This is great. This is, I love Rickman in this. He's yes. like, I play, I, I, I had, I had a role in Hamlet. Yeah, I was Joseph the Third. Five curtain calls they gave me, <laughs> which which basically means five standing ovations, right? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So he's a theaterly trained actor, mm-hmm. which, by the way, in the next generation, most of those people are theatrically trained. Uh, so it, it kind of fits into that. So there's, there's so many layers happening mm-hmm. here. The, the, I mean, it's funny on its own because, like I said, when I first saw it, 
I had nothing. I had no idea about Star Trek. Yeah. So it was already funny. Once you start getting into the Star Trek type of things, mm-hmm. layers start coming on, and it's just like, oh, it just makes it so much more enjoyable. Yep. Yeah. So he's 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 having a freak out moment. He's about to leave, and then Tim Allen shows up like, hey, oh yeah, I'm I'm the best. He pretty much comes out on a horse, which <laughs> is which is the the whole thing that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he, he comes in. He's trying to rally the troops, mm-hmm. and he's trying to leave. And then Tim uh, Allen uh, gets him to stay by the show must go on, which harkens back to his theatrical days. Like, yep. damn you, damn. He's like, but I'm not saying that line again. I hate that line. And what's the line again? Uh, by by Drogdor's hammer, by the sons of Warvane, you will be avenged. <laughs> now, does Worf or Spock have a? Th- Saying like that is like where are they getting that from? Is that from one of those? Two? Uh, Spock has the live long and prosper thing. Okay, uh, probably. I'm, like I'm not. Sh- I'm not too sure about Worf. I'm. I'm, I'm I not as. It's a, I don't think it's an actual English. Yeah, I, I'm not super hip on the uh, next generation. Okay, the, the original series. I'm. I'm, I'm more into. Uh, it's just on my list of things. I need to p- pile through them, but you know, mm-hmm. you have to keep uh, rewatching Doctor Who. Yeah, for, from from me watching the next generation, a lot of what Worf says. Our sayings are in a different language. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, so but he does have a lot of sayings. That's true. But but he's also this. It's weird thing because Worf is is a warrior type that is kind of he's a security officer, man. Yeah, no, but I, I, I his people his people are more warriors, and he's kind of of more of a logical person. But there, there is there are times where his uh, I guess patriotism, for lack of a better word, comes into question. Like, are you one of us? Are you one of them? And he's He's very conflicted about it. Next Generation is also pretty good. From what, I haven't watched all of them yet, but from the ones I have seen, god damn it. God. It's a, it's a, it's a good series. There's, um, I, think I, I think I want to start there. I think I want to start there. There's a, quite a few hit or misses in this entire Star Trek series. I don't know. Like, for instance, uh, you said like you really liked one. I liked two, and my sister, she actually liked watching Deep Space Nine the most. Okay. That's the one that's supposed to be the worst. Is no, no, that's Voyager. Oh, Voyager, okay. And then there was another one called Enterprise. Yeah. From, from what I have seen, uh, original series, I think, still holds up the most. Uh, Next Generation is good. It, it is more modernized mm-hmm. uh, in, in points. It's, there's a whole like uh, Sherlock Holmes episode, which is, which is pretty great, where Moriarty... Was in was in the holodeck and he comes to life and he's trying to kill everybody. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Okay. A lot of interesting stuff. There's. Did you hear they're actually making? They're actually doing another TV series for Star Trek. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, is that right the now. Seth MacFarlane one? I don't know. No, 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 no not the Orville. <laughs> not the Orville. Okay. Um, this one is actually a Star Trek, a Star Trek, uh, not spinoff, but an actual like continuation. Oh, does it have Chris Pine? I don't know. Not a movie. Not the movie. He's, he's, he's a great Kirk. He's as as far as like playing Shatner's character. The, the the new the new Star Trek ones I think they nail the characters pretty pretty damn well. Uh, I mean, Spock was amazing. Yeah, uh, Bones was great. Bones Bones damn it, nailed Jim. Yes, uh, the the way the, just the contempt and the, the way that they act <laughs> with each other. All right, we're we're getting way way off track. What are we watching again? Yeah, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, I started off with Star Wars, and then started watching Star Trek. I don't know. I don't know where I stand. Well, I, in theory, well, Star Wars there's only the movies, but right. Star Trek has movies and shows, so you have more mythology, more history. But, but Star Wars has all the books, yeah, yeah, which are not canon anymore. Yeah, S- some they're not some canon are canon. Anymore. Well, the, the newer ones are canon. So the 
So once they set, so all the books released before The Force Awakens are no longer canon. Everything released after is now officially canon. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so they did a DC move where they rebooted the universe. Yeah. But also keeping some of the well, old stuff. It's because in the Star Wars canon, Han Solo and Princess Leia had two kids. They had um, uh, Ben Solo and... Ray. And uh, not Ray. <laughs> uh, I forgot the girl's name. But uh, Kylo Ren is Ben Solo. Okay. But, in the, but the reason they wiped that out is because, well, fuck, we can't have the OG Ben Solo be named Ben Solo, and then our plan for Kylo Ren, we can't have the same thing, so we'll just make everything, uh, all those hundreds of books and comics that were created, ah, they don't count anymore. Oh, uh, that was, I feel like that was a bad move on their yeah. part. Mm-hmm. It gave them much more uh, wiggle room, though. Yeah. Because the thing, the, with all those books, those books are hundreds and hundreds of books that goes yeah. back in Star Wars centuries. The first one was written, like the first, like... Novel of Star Wars written like the eighties, I think. Yeah, eighties. Like and there's like a whole like separate subplot of all of Chewbacca's type mm-hmm. of things. Yeah, which got thrown out the window when the Christmas special came out. Thank goodness. <laughs> and then don't forget also, um, <laughs> which is by the way, is on our archives. If you want to watch the uh, Christmas special that we did, you remember when the, in the, in the Star Wars movies where they were talking about Sidious's uh, master and how he killed him off and everything like that? Mm-hmm. Sure, they had books about him. Yep. Darth, oh yeah, Darth. Uh, the fuck was his name? Uh, I forget. I don't know. I don't remember either. All I know is it was they, they had like yeah. the Bounty Hunter series. Mm-hmm. It was just intricate amount of information, a wealth of knowledge. But now that it's no longer canon, they can pretty much do whatever they please. Yeah, like make Han Solo shoot second. <laughs> but I, I guess the bigger point that I, I want to try to make is, who cares? If you're Star Wars or Star Trek, you, you can enjoy both equally. You, you don't have to pick the goddamn side. I, I was big on Star Wars, and I feel like I'm now more more bigger, uh, grammatically incorrect as that is, on on the Star Treks. Uh-huh. Just, just because they're, they're – and maybe it's the way that I like to watch things. I like to binge and just mm-hmm. take everything in. So like, like you were saying, with Star Wars, you got six, eight, uh, seven, uh, eight, 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 movies. eight movies now. And a TV series. Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... Oh, the Clone Wars? Like, the animated stuff? Yeah, see? That's canon. Fine. But with Star Trek, there's, there's so much more there. It's just, there's so much more to grab onto. So, I, I will not pick a side. Uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that uh, that dumb. But there's, there's room for both. There's room for both. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you said on the last, on the last episode of my show, uh, Star Wars is in the past. Star Trek is in the future. Why cannot that coexist? I didn't say that it didn't coexist. No, I am. Yeah, I'm just saying to the people that are going to give me shit for trying to not choose a side here. Yeah. Let's all just get along. <laughs> anyway, Galaxy Quest. So, um, Alan Rickman decides to stay. They all go get called out one by one. Yeah. And they have like an interview style panel. Then they sign the autographs. Right. And uh, the <laughs> you are our last hope. They yes. they show up. Yep. And they're t- telling Tim Allen. Um, what was his name? Mathisar. Mathisar and his crew show up. Yes. And they're like, uh, oh, Captain, um, Captain, what was his name? Captain, uh, Captain, uh, ba, ba, ba. Nesmith. No, Nesmith, no, that's, that's his actual name. Taggart. Oh, Captain Taggart. Taggart, we are, we are members of the Thermian race and we need your help. Thermians, yes. Yeah. The termites. Like, you can't really understand <laughs> what they're, like, saying. He's it's like, oh, yeah, is this the gig? Like, he's, he thinks they're a gig. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just call my agent for tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks. And, and make like, sure you secure a limousine because last time they tried to put me in the back of a Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah. And remember, mum's the word. 
Mum. Okay. Mum. Mum. <laughs> They're simpletons, basically. Yeah. And he goes to the bathroom, Tim Allen, and he goes to uh, into the stall, and he overhears these kids like, can you believe these guys? They haven't had uh, acting, really good acting since yeah, like, the show 20 ended. Years. Yeah. yeah. They th- and, and his friends hate him. Yeah. And like, he, th- he just has no idea he's laughing stock. Oh, uh-huh. oh, we got the Galaxy Quest dance. Let's go. Yeah. My only issue with this movie <laughs> is this scene. This they're, they're openly talking shit about everyone at the convention. Not, 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 yes. Well, first of all, you're at Galaxy Quest Con. Yes. Why are you there Yeah. if you're not into it? Uh-huh. So you pretty much you bought tickets. You're supporting the convention uh-huh. to come in and talk shit. Mm-hmm. Unless they're working the convention. No, they weren't in... No. But by the way, standing next to you is somebody that looks like a, an alien. Everybody uh-huh. everybody in the bathroom is dressed up and totally into this. Uh-huh. And you're talking shit openly. So, so N- Nesmith, I, I get the whole thing is actors are fragile and sensitive yeah. and whatnot. But for that scene to have happened, I can't, I can't buy it. Uh-huh. That is the only That's thing... That's the one flaw? That is the one flaw I found in this entire movie. Everything else... Fits in, it fits into the world they created, except for this one scene. Because if you going to if you go to a convention, you're not going to be talking shit in the bathroom. Yeah, I I, well, I, just, I just don't see it happening. You're taking a shit in the bathroom. Yeah, you're taking one. You're not talking one. Yeah. <laughs> Even if uh, if I like dragged a friend of mine along to the convention, I can't imagine they'd be like. All these fucking nerds. Look at them. <laughs> Look at all these people. I can't even believe it. How did I even? Well, then why are you here? Yeah. Get the fuck out. Do you want me to do that? This is supposed to be a safe place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Con- conventions are a safe place. And conventions are actually, in fact, where I, I started embracing my whole nerdism thing. The, it, to, it was very undercover for me for a long time because I, I understood all the things that came with it. And I was trying to be the cool guy for a long time. My first convention, Kamikaze, I saw and I realized this is it. This is, I'm home. This is mm-hmm. where I need to be. And it just, I started embracing the nerd side of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I think you were there for that, yeah. even. Yeah. This is, uh, I was, that's, I was, we went to the, that's where we got these. These yeah, Rotten right. Tomato Rotten panels. Tomato that's right. I, I dressed up. I cosplayed as Doctor Who. Uh, uh, way too fat for it. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, was, it, was, it was an amazing time, and, and it just it changed, it changed my life. So for people to be I, – I cannot imagine anybody walking into that and just being like, oh, my God, how did all these nerds get here? Yeah. Like, what the – yeah. You're here. How do you, it's yeah. just it was, it was, maybe they were sharing the con with something else. You don't. No. You, you don't stumble onto a con. It's not something you accidentally walk into and realize. Oh, where the fuck am I? Yeah. It's very. It's a very intentional, deliberate thing you do. Yep. So the, yeah, this scene is the only scene I had a problem with, mm-hmm. and I may be taking it too well, personal. It moves the plot along pretty much. It, yeah. I get. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. So he's all bummed out, Tim Allen. So he's just signing autographs. Like, whatever. And then Justin Long and his group show up. Yes. And this is, I read this on IMDb. Just, this is Justin Long's first role of his right? career. Nice. Was this role. Oh, and also, that, that thing in the bathroom, according to IMDb, that actually happened to, to Shatner. Did he it? He went to the bathroom and he overheard people talking shit about him and the cast. No. I don't know how true that is because no. people on IMDb can leave comments. Oh, that hurts my soul. Yeah. But, but, but Shatner wasn't destroyed by it. No. I don't think Of course he, not. His ego has got yeah no, rightfully so. By the way, yeah. I I have so much more respect for Shatner after watching the Star Treks. Uh huh. All of the Star Treks. <laughs> I just found the pluralization was rude. Yeah, even that one with uh, they saved the whales. All right, maybe that was a little too far. 
So <laughs> Justin Long and his crew show up, and they're like, uh, hello, Captain. Um, I just wanted to, uh, to go over the schematics of the ship because uh, on episode 315, uh, like, they're, yes. like they're doing that move. Yes. Which, by the way, Bible. Mm-hmm. Believe it. I believe that 100%. Yep. Uh, and he you, goes, it was you just... Drew, uh, you drew auxiliary power from the 14th deck. And obviously, according to all the schematics we have online, it's there's no power like, there. It's just a TV show, but they keep going. And he goes, it's just a show. Yeah. There's no ship. There's nothing. It's all a show. Get it? And then... And he storms off. Mm-hmm. And everybody's kind of like, oh, what? He goes home. He gets drunk. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it's Bob Glenn Levitt that he has. He's, <laughs> he's drinking... He's drinking uh, but even then, he has he has the whole nostalgia moment where he's he has a show on in the background. He's, he's turning the channels, and his show comes on, and he's remembering the lines. So it's 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 a it's a deep connection to the role, which I, I feel like Shatner did have to mm-hmm. that role still. And then he passes out, wakes up to the uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the termites, <laughs> the thermites. Captain Dagger, I understand this is breaking protocol, but we need your help. So he thinks that they're like from a, yeah. a gig, yeah. Because we have to secure our limousine. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, I'll put some pants on." So he puts some pants on, and he's wearing. He looks just fucking like he woke up. He looks he's haggard. haggard. Love it. They get in the limo. I'm assuming one of their crew is driving the limo. Yeah, because when they get beamed up right here, yeah. What are you doing with the limo driver? Right. I'm assuming it's someone in the crew. Yes. <laughs> so he doesn't realize it, but he gets beamed up. Oh, and in the limo. Uh, she goes, oh, you're very pretty to that one chick. Yes. Uh, her vo- communication. Yeah. Her translator box has not been fixed. And she's like. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim Allen's just like, okay. Yeah, man. So Missy, Missy Pyle. Missy Pyle. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. She she refuses to age. She cannot age. Oh, her first thing is Galaxy Quest Adam. Oh. She was in Dodge. Oh, in Dodgeball. Well, it's a Ben Stiller movie. She's that tall, like Frau Russian Missina? chick. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, yeah. She's in. She's been. She was in a movie oh, from a long time ago. She's in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. She's the mom to the girl who's always chewing. Uh, yes, gum. I think. Uh, Violet. No, Violet's Violet's the, mom. Is it Violet? I think no. Violet's the girl. Isn't it Violet's mom? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember which one. Yeah, anyway, that scene's fucking hilarious. That, watching that. That still made me laugh. That, her, her, in Tim Allen's face, he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> Banker. He goes, you know what? <laughs> They're like trying to tell him uh, yeah. other species was created. He goes, you know what, guys? I'm going to put my glasses on. Yeah. I'm listening. Just yeah. Just keep talking. I'll be listening. I had a long night with a Transylvanian <laughs> or whatever, some sort of monster. Yeah. Keep talking. I'm listening. He wakes up on the on the deck uh-huh. of what he... he he thinks it's a set. Yeah, to him it's a set because he, he's done this before. Uh-huh. For 20 years, he's been doing this kind of same bullshit where he goes to people's basements and there's cardboard cutouts and whatnot. And they want him to do a role because mm-hmm. you you are the man. Uh-huh. Turns out this is a real ship. Unbeknownst to him, we know this as an audience. He does not. So, all right, come in. Uh, we got to go talk to Saris. Oh, he looks around at the at the bridge. He's like, oh, wow, you guys really did a good job. It's yeah. usually just cardboard and uh, right. paper. Okay, nice. He sits in the captain's chair. He goes, okay, so uh, what's going on with the yeah. lines here? I use a cup holder and some Advil because I'm um, <laughs> pretty hungover. <laughs> and then Saris comes on. So Saris is the bad guy. Yes. He's the, uh, what would he, what, he's like a bug too. He's like yeah. a bug. Uh, he's, 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 uh, I think reptilian, I think. Yeah, is he's like a reptilian yeah. alien. 
So is he based off of a certain species from Star Trek or like a certain it, bad I think guy? It's a, I think it's an amalgamation. Just, of, of just, just a general generic alien. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they have like a lot of green aliens in the original Star Trek, right? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. In mm. fact, there's one uh, specific green alien. There's a lot of dancing. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty, pretty nice. good. Um, I think what they did also have was uh, in the next generation, they had a, quite a few different variations, but not green. Like they had the Ferengi. They had uh, uh, not Klingon, of course, but that was... Uh, was the Ferengi the ones with the big ears? Yeah. They were all like super yeah. angry all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very lecherous. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was also the, what's it called? Romulans. Ooh. Shit. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. The Romulans, all they, they, they look a lot like, um, the Vulcans, yes, but the Vul- slightly yeah. different. Right, right. They were, they had the different tinge and skin Are color the Romulans too. the ones with the, the wrinkles on their foreheads? No. No, that's, that's Klingon. Sharp that, teeth? No, no, that's the, um, the other ones you That's the Ferengi. Yeah, the Ferengi. Oh. Yeah. The Romulans were basically, they look like Spock, but they were like evil Spocks. Okay. Yeah, and they, and they, <laughs> and their skin tone was very, uh, metallic. Yep. Which kind of like plays into this, but it wasn't that like crazy yeah. green like well, monster. Basically, uh, he, he's not an archetype of any kind. Oh, okay. I, I think he's just of uh, a general yes. alien creature. Right. So, Which, by the way, I, I'm very curious to hear the budget later because I feel like they pulled out all the stops for this movie. That was practical effects. Yes. They put makeup on him. They put aesthetics. And, and it was very yeah, well he done. Good. You it see was, what I mean by real shit versus yes, like CGI? Absolutely. Because they're like, and even to Mal, even the uh, Nesmith was like, "Wow, that's that's really good." It, yeah, I mean, that's a good job. He looks, he looks real. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he still thinks he's in video mode. Um, so the whole idea is so Mathisar they need a new commander, right? Yes. So is his job just supposed to negotiate a peace treaty? Was yeah. was Cyrus really gonna fucking? Given was he really going to go forward with this peace treaty? No, no, he's, not, he's just trying to get him in the one position to trap him. Yeah. He, uh, because we learn later that Ceres has not been uh, truthful with the uh, with, with oh, the Oh, that's right. They learn about the concept of lies. Right. So, but they're so goddamn naive. Uh-huh. That they, they, all right, if we're going to be talking peace treaty, we need somebody to talk for us. Gets the peace treaty. He's not speaking peace. He's speaking like some sort of like, I know he was green, but he, he, he might as well have had like an orange tint yeah. and like a toupee of some kind. Uh, he's just like I will destroy all of you he's, he's pretty much he's, t- he's live tweeting this entire thing <laughs> and uh, it's like no, this is this is not a negotiation this is this is here's the here's the term this is not a negotiation yeah it's not if it was it'd be the greatest negotiation of all time but it's not <laughs> this is not what this is and uh, <laughs> It's really so, weird. So, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, Taggart, uh, yeah. played by Nesmith, played by Tim Allen. He's like, let's go. Let's go. I got yeah. something at 3 o'clock. Right. Let's go. Do you want to don your uniform? No, I got to be in Van Nuys in an hour. <laughs> Fine. All right. All right. Uh, hit him with uh, red lasers full, blue lasers full, get the particle beams, get all the things. <laughs> and All right. That should take care of old lizard face. Yep. <laughs> Walks out. All right. Thanks. Uh, I'll see you later. Let me uh, sign this real quick and uh-huh. or whatever. And they're like, oh. <laughs> So they actually fired on Ceres, right? Yes. Yeah. They follow his orders because because he he's, he's the captain. He, he's the god almighty in, yeah. in, in their universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, fire all lasers. He's like, all right, how oh, you have saved our lives. 
uh, have this transponder or whatever uh, thing, and then so it's their ver- what is it called on Star Trek? They're they're talking. Uh, I think it's just called a communicator. Oh yeah, so it's like their version of yeah. that. I think they call it a Vox in this one. And he goes, "Ooh, I have one of these." Yeah, and he turns it on. And he goes, "Hey, yeah, it looks real. It looks real." He goes, "Hey, uh, where's my limo? I gotta get out of here." And then the 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 bay door opens, and you see like Saturn, it's the rings great. of Saturn, and all this. He gets covered with a, a goop uh-huh. of some kind. It's uh, it's pretty much like a makeshift astronaut suit, uh-huh. and he gets launched into space, and he goes through a wormhole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he lands back on Earth, and he's freaking out. He's like, "It's <gasps> <gasps> great. This is a great scene." Yeah, it, 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 they pull this off very well. Yeah. So then he wants to go find his old crew, and they're doing some like nice. furniture store like yes. opening or something. Yeah. We've gone to all the galaxies. We've never seen savings like these. <laughs> by what? What is yeah, the line? By Grabthaw's hammer. What a savings! <laughs> <laughs> so great. Rickman is just—he's so dry. And yeah. Just like he hates his life. So he's the straight man in yes, this movie. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. And then he comes out. Hey guys, I was—I was up there in space for real, and I was like, there was things, and there was uh, Sarah Sky, and there's some termites, and they think and, he's drunk. Yeah. And he like, goes, no, no, I really have one of the devices. And they all pull out there. No, yeah. but before he, he runs into Justin Long. That's right. And their their things switch. And Justin goes, Long, by the way, the same way he just told off the yeah. day before. Uh-huh. At the convention. Ooh. Turns out I have two problems with the movie. Okay. Uh, we'll get into it later, later. Yeah. But it has to do with this whole Justin Long thing. Yeah. So they, they bump into each other and they switch yeah. communication devices. Yeah. So when he goes, no, I got one too. And then he sees that it's plastic and it doesn't work. And they all pull out theirs. Like, yeah, yeah we yeah, have it too. We have the see? same thing. And then in comes the uh, the, the hot thermian, um, and uh, she has her voice box yeah, fixed. Yeah, voice box. Yeah, all good. So he's like, "Oh yes, good. Tell them, tell them everything you said." Uh, Saris lives, and uh, we're all in danger. We have to negotiate our surrender. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, guys, guys, you got to come with me. Come on, we got to go. Think blah blah. blah. And they're just, they they storm off, and then they get back to the van, and uh, <laughs> they're thinking like, "Wait, did he just offer us a gig? Are we going to get paid for this?" <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, so they all run back. <laughs> they yes, go, we're taken, please. Yeah, so they go into the furniture store, and they're like, we all work together. And uh, the hot one is like, okay, requesting. But before that, they run into Sam Rockwell on the, oh, yeah. on the way into it. And he's, he's like trying to back on some chick. It's not working out so well because uh-huh. he, he, apparently he lives with his mother. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm going to come too, guys. Which, Make that five yeah. uh, transports. It's great. And Shaloub, he's not paying attention. So the, uh, this is great. So th- so. The gloop goes on, and they're like, hey, what's going on? And they all got sh- beamed up, and Shalhoub's like, uh, hey, where'd they go? Anybody got a quarter for this uh, microwave? Yeah. <laughs> so those four land on the ship, and in walk, and they're all shaking, just... <sighs> and and um, <laughs> when does Rockwell... Does, this, does he do the scream after he sees the aliens yeah. in their well, true form? Yeah, the, the Thermians come in. Or when they arrive. When, when does he do the scream? Because that scream is so great. It's, it's afterward. The Thermians come in. They look like pretty much like octopuses. Uh, and they're all like, a, like prodding getting, them, getting towards them. They're doing like taking medical uh-huh. reports, whatever. And then they re- the Thermians realize, oh shit, we're not in human form. Yeah. They back off, turn to human form, and that's when Rockwell's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then Tim Allen walks in. He's like, guys, isn't it great? And then Shaloub sh- shows up. Yeah. And they're like, what's wrong? Yeah. Shaloub's like, that was a hell of a thing. Yeah. Come walks in and they're like, uh, sees everybody else freaking out. 
What's wrong with him? Because he's just like he's not phased. Uh-huh. He's not phased at all by Anything. flying through space. He's like through he's a black he- hole. He's almost like he's heavily medicated at this point right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she did a great job <laughs> playing. They all did great jobs. Everybody yeah. did an amazing uh-huh. job here. Uh, so then we find out that they, this society, the termite society, they based their <laughs> entire so- society off of the show Galaxy Quest. Off of the uh, historical documents. The historical documents. So they think that what they saw on TV was real, so they replicated it. Yes. Brilliant. This is this is so smart. It's perfect. It's, it's, so, it's so smart. It's a great plot device. Uh-huh. It, it makes you not question too many things. Yeah. Oh. So now they're like, all right, so where are we? Are we on a spaceship? No, this is the uh, space port. You guys want to see the ship? Uh-huh. Let's go and see the ship. it's a complete replica of their ship from the Meanwhile, show. Rickman's uh, freaking out. Everybody's like freaking out like they're not sure what to make of this yet. They take the elevator. They start. They see the spaceship for the first time. And Rickman's like, oh, my God, this is real. Mm-hmm. They all start coming to terms with the fact that, yes, we are in space. And uh, they get to the bridge. And uh, now it's, all right, places everybody. Just like the show. Just like the show. So they tell uh, what was what was the pilot's name? The uh, it was uh, uh, go up. Shit, Daryl, Tommy, Tommy, whoever. He goes, Tommy, take us out. Yeah, they designed the controls based on what they saw on the historical documents. Yeah. So basically, they studied the way that he drove, drove the ship, which and is two handles reverse engineered <laughs> everything. Okay. Everything. The entire ship is based off reverse engineering of, of every, every episode. Every single thing on the show, and this comes into play later, it's which is brilliant. Great. Yes. Damn. It's good. Ah, uh, oh, it's a good, mm-hmm. good movie. Uh, so now, uh, gotta take off, uh, Tommy. Uh, Tommy kind of messes things up. He, 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 he uh, okay. Uh, three problems with the movie. Uh, <laughs> at this point where he's trying to, they're trying to take off from the spaceport. And the ship starts rubbing up against the side of the space station, mm-hmm. and it's very awkward. It's 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 hilarious. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they break past where the thing they're rubbing against the spaceport, mm-hmm. you can see that w- whatever was rubbing against the spaceport, there's an extra wing that expands past mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So if that was rubbing against it, then what was that wing the entire time? And what was that hitting? Don't look at me. It was. It was just weird. This like this is my movie. Yeah, nah. like, this doesn't fit in the 3D world. But, ah, semantics. Yeah, but being as who I am, that's. If I accept this world, this is, this is a different. This is part of the thing that doesn't fit. Yeah, and it's just like ah, ah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, maybe he moved. So now they're flying in space, <laughs> and they have to meet Cyrus. Uh, Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah, they meet Cyrus again. Sir Anara. <laughs> Serendipitous. Mm, serenity. So pretty much they're going to communicate. Huh? So they get him back online. And uh, Tim Allen, like, he's like, yeah, sure, sure. We'll do negotiations. Yeah. Give us the Omega-13. We don't know what it is. We're like, uh, give it to us or we'll kill all of you. He's like, uh, you know what? Give us five minutes. We're, we're going to put in a box. We're put in a box. <laughs> and we'll send it right over. And he goes like this. He does the, he the, does the kill. Yeah. Like, uh, it's a, with the... the uh, fingers to the neck type of thing. Uh-huh, where he's to, like, Sigourney Weaver, to Sigourney Weaver's character. Yeah. Who, by the way, she looks smoking hot in this movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been attracted to her as much as I have <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Aliens, fine. Yeah. This. Ooh, yeah. So he does the kill, like, like cut the signal. He goes, all right, I dealt with this moron before. He's just a big, dumb yeah. lizard. Yeah. He's uh, he's as dumb as he is ugly. Yeah. And, uh, all right, we're going to hit him with all the blasters. Everybody hit get, him with every phaser we have. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, so we're just like, oh, no, Jason, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put him back on. I was trying to tell you, he's never left. Perhaps I'm not as ugly as I am dumb. <laughs> what? That was the kill sign. You're supposed to kill the signal. No, that was the signal of we're all going to die. <laughs> and I was agreeing with you. Yes, yeah. we're all going to die. That's a great, that's a great little <laughs> yes. sequence right it was there. Perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. So Saris fires everything he has on him. Yep. And they, they have to flee and they go through the minefield, right? Yes. It's a magnetic minefield left over from a, a war Some of war. something. Yeah. So they go through and it's it's magnetized. Yes. So it's being attracted to the ship. So the ship keeps getting hit. And uh, they're like, oh, God. And then they make it out of the other end of the mine shaft. And Saris doesn't chase after him. Yeah. Because he knows better. Yeah. So they're just floating in space. And uh, this is where the Shalub comes on. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. The beryllium core is um, there's there's leaks. And uh, like we dead. don't have any power. So we we got nothing. <laughs> All right, is there another brilliant quarter deck? No, no. All right, All right. Where can we find the dearest one? So the planet by them has has a mining operation. Uh, another, so many, so many good, so, so many good jokes here. So, so the crew gets on the little like Star Trek sh- like transport ship. Yeah. Meanwhile, guy Sam Rockwell is uh-huh. freaking out because he knows he's a red shirt. <laughs> He knows. <laughs> no, guys, I can't go on the on the guy that died. I died in the episode to to make you believe it was a serious situation. Yeah, I can't be part oh, of this. Oh, because they said, "Oh, we're gonna do the thing." They formulate a plan. Yeah, I think it was in episode one eighty one. Yeah, I died in episode one eighty one. So they get to the mining facility. They uh-huh. see, see Brilliant Core. They see these little uh, seemingly little cute green aliens, baby looking aliens. Yeah, <laughs> they look like the guy from. Um, uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, kind of. Really? Without the suit on. The fish guy. Yeah. Similar, Wait, kind you, of, that, oh, that's oh, that Hellboy? Hellboy? Oh, shit. Hellboy, yeah. yeah. Hellboy. Samsonite. Yeah. You know, they remind me of the characters, for the bag, the little, do the same, they do actually the same thing. From Mom and Dad Save the World? Ooh, was that the one that was like too realistic looking, like Polar Express? No. The CGI? No, no, it was, it was, it was, Mom, it was Mom and Dad Save the Earth? That's John Lovitz and John Ritter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, it's it's what? really fucking weird. It's bad. Okay, they yeah. do look like those things. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know right. what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, it's cute. They're like babies. Yeah, and there's one with they, a, like a messed up leg. There's a great joke about like they they came to a mining facility, uh-huh. and then they see the little little things come out. Are those the miners? <laughs> she was like, yeah, they look pretty young. <laughs> no, no miners, miners, not, not miners. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a fun line. <laughs> yeah, and then the the one comes out injured, and the other ones kill him. So like now, and, they're like, and, oh god! Yeah, and even guys like, no man, they're cute now, but they're gonna get ugly. There's gonna be a lot of them, and they're gonna kill us all, man. <laughs> Game over, Game man. Over. He built Paxton to bed. <laughs> yes, he pretty much was. Yeah, him. Yeah, he, yes, yes, he was Bill Paxton from Aliens. Uh-huh. Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> So now they're under attack by the all the, all the miners, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they get, they get back on the ship barely. But then they, Tim they Allen, retrieve the core, yeah, the brilliant core, and they roll it in. But then those things grab Tim Allen. Yeah, he falls back out. Alan Rickman takes it as a personal assault. As a oh yes, get all the spotlight. Get all. It's all about you, yeah. Jason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they knock him. They knock Tim Allen out. Uh, now he wakes up and he's 
uh, surrounded by these people like a, like an amphitheater, uh-huh. uh, a drone like box, a if you will. Yeah. Uh, Dronebox.com, by the way, for other things. Yeah. Anyway. So they're s- saying something in their language. Yeah. And they're like, turn on the turn on the uh, translator, and you hear rock, rock. Rock. Yeah. Well, first they're they're trying to get uh, Jason out of there. So like, all right, use the parkour accelerator or whatever. That's supposed to be the uh, the the beam me up beam type me up. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I read. He never actually said beam me up, Scotty. Right. It was just beam me up. It was always, That's yes. like the Luke. I am your father. Luke, I am your father. Yeah. No, I am your father. So, because the Thermians have developed all this based off just the TV show, <laughs> they're not sure if it's going to work. It's so like, let's do a test first. Oh, they say, in theory it works. Yeah. But it was based on your biology. We have not tested it on anybody like you before. So it has to be Shalub who has to do it. Yeah. So Shalub, uh, there's like a big creature. They beam it up and it turns inside out, explodes. <laughs> Tim Allen's not feeling very good about it. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. But now they're not, they're, they're claiming for a rock. So this rock formulates out of rocks. It's like a rock golem, basically. Uh-huh. And he starts trying to attack. He's like, all right, beat me up, beat me up. And uh, Shalhoub freaks like, out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that's, if I can. that's not me. I'm not the guy. I'm just an actor. And then he sees the hot termite. Yes. Trick. He's like, don't worry. I got it. And he zips up his, his suit. Yep. And, he, and, he, and right when the rock's going to fall on Tim Allen, gets beamed up. And he's checking himself. He's like, ah, oh, thank God. Oh, and this is a joke to uh, yes. Kirk, right, about having no shirt. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so uh, Rickman's like. So you might as well take your shirt off again or get your shirt taken. Yeah. And, uh, but then Rickman does the whole thing. Like, it was meant to be adversarial, but he also realizes it was serious. So you even see a smirk from Rickman just like kind of humanizing him a little bit. Like, yeah, okay, I'm glad you're good, but you're still a dick. I also like when Guy says, look for, look for a weak spot. It's a rock. It doesn't have yes. any weak spots. Yeah, no, that, that was, um, I think I was Shalhoub saying, uh, or hit, hit, him with, hit him in the eyes. Like, he's a rock. He doesn't have any eyes. And then, uh, Rock was like, I got an idea. Uh, if you can fashion a weapon, look around. Can you find anything to like make a lathe? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, a lathe? Get off the channel, guy. Yeah. I love that his name is Guy. <laughs> Get off the channel, guy. So he's fine. They're back on the core. <laughs> uh, they have the, uh, the, the core plugged in, mm-hmm. back to full power. Good. All right. Let's go uh, talk to Mathazar and let's get out of here. Uh, Mathazar. Matt, why isn't he answering? And then in comes the uh, Ceres and his people. Mm-hmm. So they've invaded the ship. Yeah. Now this... This is heartbreaking. It was very, yes, very emotional scene. Because mm-hmm. they, they, it turns out they, ha- they have uh, Mathazar being tortured. Mm-hmm. And they bring him in. What does Omega-13 do? Like, we don't know. I don't know. All right, put up the girl on the chair. We're going to kill her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we don't know. I'm not the captain. Like, what? What? What do you mean? And the, the, he pulls up the uh, historical records to show Saris that this was all a TV show. So Saris figures it out instantly. He knows what's happening. And he, Brilliant. he has like a smirk on his face and he laughs. And he goes, explain. He tells yeah. Tim Allen, explain You it have to done him. more damage than I can ever do. Yeah. <laughs> Great explain life. it to him. And then he goes, Mathazar. the uh, he tries to explain it to him, and then this is great. He goes, "Explain it to him yeah. as you would a child." Yeah. So, he, so he basically has to tell Mathazar, which is uh, his god. Basically, uh, I'm it a was fake. All a lie. Yeah. This we is a TV pre- show. It was, so he doesn't understand 
like the concept of like a TV show, and then he goes, "We were pretending." Yeah, we lied. And that's what he knows. And so when he, Matthew starts like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh!" By the way, um, my wife watched this movie with me. She doesn't watch any of the movies we do. But she loves Galaxy Quest, so we sat and watched damn it together. Right. You're damn right. We we sat and watched it together, and then Sarah, <laughs> this this bridges I, boundaries. This movie, yeah. I swear to God, she said this on that scene where he goes, "Explain it to me, to him, like a child." Yeah. She went, "Babe, that kind of is like your guy Tywin Lannister." <laughs> I was like, he, I was like, I was like, "Babe, Tywin wouldn't get his hands dirty. He would send another alien race to do his work." Okay. For him. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, but I, I'll see it. The way that he is, he, he's a yeah. smart. He's a very smart guy. Yeah, for sure. So he, he's like, once it all comes to uh, becomes clear that uh. all this is bullshit, he's like, all right, well, turns out I won. Uh, <laughs> so you fucked your friends over. Your friends are screwed. I'm out. Yep, and we're gonna blow the I'm ship. I'm gonna kill everybody yep. on board. So he does the Austin Powers move where, uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's just destroy everything and I'm going to take off and uh, assume it all went to plan <laughs> and leave. And then uh, they're gonna, he orders them to be shot out into space. Yep. And this is great. Oh, brilliant scene. This is a great scene. So um, Rickman and Alan, Tim yep. Allen, want to make a distraction. Yeah. You big, you big, uh, you big scene stealer. Yeah. It was, it was great because uh, it was Tim Allen's idea uh-huh. uh, where he starts like playing off like, Oh, yeah, you just couldn't handle me having all the glory. <laughs> You're acting like you did in that episode, 85. And then, and then he picks up on yeah, it. Rickman, Rickman gets picks it. it up. Oh, yeah, well, you don't know what it's like yeah. to be an actor. You egomaniac. <laughs> and they, they do some fake fighting, and then they eventually beat up the guys. The um, Who have the guns. Yeah, launch them into space. And uh, so now they're free. Mm-hmm. But then they realize that the Thermians are, all, are, are being suffocated. Yeah, they, they, they're putting... So they're taking oxygen out, or they're putting it in. I, I was confused. They're, they open the seals mm-hmm. so that space is coming in. Ah. So uh, uh, by the same token, the oxygen is coming out. So they are suffocating. Okay. Even though they're not actually humans, uh, yeah. they still need the oxygen, I guess. So they figure out a way how to how to shut it down. Yeah. So that way they don't die because because so, the termites are locked in their yeah. their uh, bunkers. So th- we have to uh, disma- uh, restart the core, but you can't do it through the computer. You got to do it manually. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tim Allen's Gordon Weaver have to go do that part of it. Uh, they send uh, Tommy to go start learning how to fly better, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Shaloub is um, where is he at this point? Oh, he's, isn't he like making out with the the hot chick? No, Guy has the gun and oh. he's gonna like defend. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, so Shalub, Guy, and the hot chick—they go off to uh, to restart the core manually or a different place, or oh, to to close the valve on the oxygen. Yes. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rickman has to go try to open the air seal to let oxygen back into the place that they're yeah. doing. Whew. So Tim Allen. Okay there. So Tim Allen, Scorny Weaver—they don't know the layout of the ship, but he knows someone who does. Yes, because they they switched their Vox transporter uh-huh. uh, uh, transmitters. Mm-hmm. So he calls back the nerds, and, and you uh, said you had a problem with this. You were going to bring this up nope, later. No, nope, this comes. This comes later. Oh, okay. I'll bring up a problem. There's a problem later okay. that I'll, I'll bring into this. So he he calls him up and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, is this is this the kid I talked to at the convention? Yeah. Uh, well, this is uh, Jason. So and so, it's all real, kid. And he goes, oh my god, I do it, I do it, I do it. Yes. So he calls up his nerd friends uh, that know the layout of the entire ship. Uh-huh. By the way, based in reality, yeah. this could actually happen. 
<laughs> they, I, I know decks 1 through 55, and he's got the plans for 55 through 71. Yeah. Uh, so they, they bring in their whole crew together mm-hmm. to walk them through the ship to get to where they need to go. Because this ship was built based off the episodes, and they have studied the episodes, this makes sense. Yeah. And what's great is uh, they go through the chute. Uh, he warns, oh, there's a chute coming up. So they go through the chute, yep. and, they, and then uh, they look up, and they see the... The thirteen, omega thirteen. Yeah, that's what like power actually powers the ship. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it, there. It, it's, it's something that. What they, are those ball? It, f- yeah, things that are. Yeah. Well, basically, from. basically, the omega thirteen is this giant uh, object that they used to do something miraculous that has no part of the ship itself. They found it on an alien planet. Oh exactly. yeah, that's right. And Justin Long says people have theorized that it's a weapon that can wipe out all of the universe. It's, but it's a molecular people, uh, disassembler yeah. that will destroy everything in existence. But me and my colleagues, I love he says it, me and my colleagues yeah. believe that it's a molecular reassembler. Re- yeah, yeah, reorganizer or something. Where you get fi- where we, 13 seconds? It jumps back like uh, like a minute or something. Thir- 13, 13 seconds. Oh, 13 seconds. Yeah. And they're like, what, what could you possibly do with that? Yeah, we can do it in 13 seconds, yeah. except correct one mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he says it like that. Too. Yeah, foreshadowing. Uh huh. So they're going through the ship, and then they say, uh, "Okay, you just have to go through the hammers, and you're good." Yeah, the pistons <laughs> or the chompers. Is the what chompers. It calls them. That's <laughs> right. And the chompers are just big, giant gong gong for metal. no reason. For no reason. And then Sigourney Reaver is even like, "Why would this even exist?" Yeah, this doesn't make logical sense <laughs> because it was in the show. That's why it's here. The writer of that show should be fired. Yes, it's <laughs> bad writing. <laughs> but it does make sense. Like, why would... Why, yeah, it doesn't. Why, if you have to repair something, you have to walk through this. And yep. it reminded me of The Rock, where he has to time the... Oh, yeah, the, the fire flames. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and the gears and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Remind me of that. I, I think he left us. He deserted us. Welcome to The Rock. Yes. Check that out in the archives. Yeah. Oh, that's... Yes, it is in the archives. Yeah. We played a game based on uh, a couple of rock quotes on the last oh, yeah. uh, version of facebook live so if you're not watching facebook live you should check that out we do that uh every other episode we were on there with extra content do your best to watch it your best your best your best <laughs> you know which line i almost did but there's no way to end the line i just wanted to do the how in zeus's butthole did you make it out of your cell <laughs> i think that might help us out right now was there a line after that? Or you just opened no, the gate? No, I just I, yeah. I just love that line. Yeah, that's no, a good. Yeah, where he he How becomes his butthole because he can't curse apparently in that movie. Oh, you know what line I could have done? Uh, are you a fan of Elton John? I don't listen to that soft shit. Yeah, the line would have been, "No, you're the Rocket Man." Yeah, I'm just like Rocket Man because it's you. <laughs> you're the Rocket. You're the Rocket Man. It's you. <laughs> you're the Rocket Man. Yeah, the crack in the voice. It's you. <laughs> so fucking. Ugh. Before we move on, Galaxy Quest, another line, I, another thing I like in The Rock, I don't even know if I brought it up in the episode, it's when he has to dismantle the first rocket, and he tells Sean Connery, hold the, the beads, Yeah, and then uh, Cage is like, alright, give him back, give him back, just step, step away, step away, yeah. like, but it's in the Nick Cage voice. Yeah. It's great. Ah, uh, good stuff. Mm-hmm. So they make it to the core, Sigourney Weaver and Tim Allen. Stand Allen-Hall. down, Sergeant! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, love that movie. Yeah, check out the Rock Man. Yeah, uh, so they make it to the core, and they they're able to reset it manually. Yeah. Meanwhile, Shalub has an idea to fight off the other uh, uh, Saren people. Yeah, Saris is Saris left like a crew of guys. Yeah, they're, it looks like they're playing cards or like smoking or something. Right. 
So he summons a rock monster from before uh-huh. and, and just transports it <laughs> into the main room where they're all it's in. It's like the mess hall or something. It's yeah. great. And he just starts messing all of them up. Mm-hmm. It's great. He's like, and then Tony Shalhoub says, <laughs> yeah. it's the simple things. It's the simple things in life. You really appreciate it. <laughs> and at this point, uh, the hot chick gets really turned on. Uh-huh. And they start making out. And her tentacles start coming out. And it's really weird. And Rockwell's reaction is great. He's like, yeah. oh, God. Oh, oh. Oh, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> But Shalhoub's all about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I know their true form is octopus. Right. So w- when you're like filling them, are you filling a human? Are I don't know. It, octopus? It's unclear. and It, it, it really doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, it, it could be like they were the... Um... Oh, no. I oh, yeah. I lost the word. Damn it. Zygons. Like the Zygons in Doctor Who. Mm. Where they, they, they are, what they do is they have this thing where they, they transform into looking just like something else, mm-hmm. but they're actually still Zygon, which is a bunch of like, they have like venomous sacks and mm. they look like octopus. Are, they, they, they look like sausages. Yeah. W- would the new Doctor Who with the chick, Ooh. would that be a good starting point for me? Well, like whenever they introduce a new Doctor, is that a good jumping on point for people or no? No. Not always. Like you couldn't do it with Tenant. I think you could do it with Matt Smith. If you jump in the eleventh doctor, that's a good starting point. So I couldn't jump on with this chick. It is too soon. There's too too it's too soon to tell because uh, each doctor uh, brings something to the show that the other one didn't. Yeah, it's it's like every time that he gets regenerated, he it's a different show with the same kind of. Uh, uh, it's like different actor, different show, mm-hmm. same world. Okay, you might be okay with Tennant. You'd be better off with Matt Smith because there's not as many callbacks. Uh, with Capaldi, you can't. There's, there's too many references to the Matt Smith era for you to jump in at that time. With this one, it might be a fresh start. It's very possible. Okay. Because if you, they're going to have to redo so many things. I think they do. Aren't, they, aren't the writers going to be different this time too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's but, okay. But, but also, I feel like this is going to be a fresh start because they're starting clean. I think this is the first time there's no crossover between the companions and the doctor. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're... So it, check it out. It's very possible. Okay. But start with the Purple Man season? I would say it would no. be... Uh, I would say... Um, if you're going to start with the Purple Man, you might as well go back one one season. The guy, the bad guy from Gone in 60 Seconds? Yeah. yeah. Eccleston. Because that was only okay. one season. That was only one okay. season. Granted, it was a rough season. Uh-huh. But... That's it, where you started? Yeah. So, yeah, so everyone, everyone, started yeah everyone from this generation started there. Okay. But I, if, if you start at the Matt Smith season, I think that's that's enough to hook you in. Okay. Because there's not so many references to the previous seasons that it'll deter you. But it's also real fun. He's real fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Where are we? Uh, the so, Rock Monster came. Oh, so, everybody. so so they're in the so um, they have to disable the the the, the self. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the thing yeah. that implodes. Right. And he presses the button and the timer's still going. And they're like, ah, like, uh, we're, we're screwed. Tim Allen, it's like at 13 seconds and they hug each other and then it stops at one. Because yep. in TV and yep. movies, it always stops at one. Always stops at one. <laughs> they even included that. Yep. It's funny. It was great. Because as, as, as much as this movie was funny, there's a mm-hmm. lot of it that holds true. Yeah. And it's very satirical of actual things. Uh huh. Oh. So uh, it doesn't detonate. Uh, they tell Saris, or Saris finds out, hey, it didn't detonate. Oh, 
well, I gotta get back there. So now they're now they're chasing him because now they know that they're still alive. Uh-huh. So now uh, Tommy has been practicing driving. Now he's driving. Now he's driving. They're getting out of there, and and uh, Nesmith, uh, Tim Allen has the thing like, all right, we're they're, he's going through the minefield flawlessly. He's mm-hmm. missing all the mines and not hitting a single one. And Tim Allen's like, can you get any closer to the mines? He's like, what? What are you making closer to the mines for? Oh, ah, aha. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. So they go through the minefield. He gets close enough to the mines to not make them explode, but so that they start dragging behind him. And then they get out of the minefield. They turn around and they start coming back at Saris. And now they have, there's a chicken showdown type of thing. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Uh, Saris goes, oh, the actor wants to play uh, general. Yes. And uh, Tim Allen says, he goes, well, guess what? I'm not going to give yeah. playing chicken. Yeah. You forget, I'm an actual general. And if you expect me to flinch, you are mistaken. There you like, well, you forget, I'm dragging mines. <laughs> no, he says, he says, I know a bad actor when I see one. And yeah. you're sweating. That's right. Yeah, and that's when you see yeah. that the mines are coming at him. Yeah, so she's like, oh, get out! <laughs> Too late. Explosions, explosions, explosions. Ship blows up, and they're like, all right, guys, let's go home. We get out of here. We're fine. Everything's good. And Alan Rickman goes, there was a weird uh, signal off of Sarah's yeah, the ship energy signature. blew up. Yeah. And then Shalhoub walks in, and then he pulls a gun out. Boom! He shoots uh, Tim Allen. Yep. He shoots the rest of the crew. They all die. Uh-huh. And he tells Mathazar, Mathazar, yeah. activate the Omega-13. So, oh, I remembered it. Yes, yes. So with with his last breath, Tim Allen tells Mathazar, activate the Omega-13. He goes, he hits the button. Turns out it is a reorganizer, uh-huh. not a destroyer. Jumps back 13 seconds right before that whole thing happened. And um, it's the same thing. There was a weird energy signal from Saris' ship. Yeah. Shalhoub walks in, and Tim Allen knocks him out. Okay. Question. Yeah. Why? Okay, maybe four parts I have. Uh-huh. <laughs> How is it that he's the only one that knows what happened oh, beforehand? That he went back in time? He didn't even push the button. It was Mathazar that pushed the button. Yeah, that's true. So why does nobody no, else... No, he pushed the button. No, he, he told Mathazar... Activate... No, he said, get it ready, and then the thing pops up. And that's then true. he presses it down. Shit, you're right. Yeah. You're right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Only, three, only three problems then. Yeah. And we're gonna get to well, my, I'm still waiting for the Justin. Yeah, we're going to get to it. We're okay. going to get to it. So then he punches uh, Shaloub. Shaloub. Yeah, it turns out it's uh, it's Saris. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone's like, Barrr! and he, he starts groaning for no reason just to let them know he's there <laughs> so that they can take him out. And then Mathazar takes him out. And um, now they're entering Earth's or, uh, atmosphere. So they said the whole ship can't go into Earth's atmosphere, so you have to break off into the smaller yes, ship. Or which is also a throwback to the original series where the, the – um, the saucer section would actually yeah, take the, the stair, pick the, apart. The Enterprise, the saucer section uh-huh. does separate from the rest mm-hmm. of the section if you need to. Okay. So that's what happens here. And, um, all right, you have been a great help, Commander. And they go off on their thing. Uh-huh. Uh, hot, hot chick comes and along Shalou for the ride. come over. Yeah. And he's holding hands. And, and Mathisar looks down. And he looks up. He goes, oh, <laughs> So they break off. Yep, and they're they're crashing into Earth's atmosphere, mm-hmm. and then boom, they crash through the convention center, and they all come out one by one, and they're like, "Oh, it's Jason, so and so." Here's the problem. The part. Okay, here's the problem. As they're crash- oh, they're lighting fireworks, right, to guide them. Is, oh, yeah, no, 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 Justin Long. That, that's fine. Okay, but the the problem that I have here, and it wasn't so much a Justin Long thing, but uh-huh. it, was, it was more of a Galaxy Quest convention thing. Okay. 
Because as they're about to crash land, this is day three of the convention. Uh huh. So that means day two of the convention, they weren't there. They were at that. Uh, they went to the Van Nuys opening of the <laughs> tech center. Store. You That's can't. Right. It's three days of a convention based around you and you alone. Yes. Uh-huh. You cannot skip a day. You don't have to skip a day, but you can skip a couple hours. No, the, the whole day was gone. The morning he yeah. was supposed to go to the thing with the people, with, with Justin Long's people, I assume, because uh, Justin Long's like, oh, you missed the meeting yesterday. They were the, he was supposed to meet with him later and then go to Van Nuys. And then from there, go back to the convention at yeah. like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That means three hours left of the convention or two hours even, depending on the convention. That's, that's bad. That's horrible planning. Not all he, conventions are th- planned well. This is your, what I assume might be yearly or bi-yearly convention. Uh-huh. Three days out of the year, and you plan a fucking tech center, like a fries opening that you're going to cut a ribbon for? <laughs> that's, no. That's bad planning on the manager's part. Mm-hmm. Bad planning on everybody's part. That was... You did was see the how they were actually really inclined to get paid gigs, though. Yeah. You're not going to get paid more than going to your own goddamn convention and signing autographs. 15 bucks a pop. Now it's 25 At most conventions, now like 25 But they, right. don't, they don't actually get that, do they? I, I I still do not understand the lines at these autograph booths. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't get it. I, I cannot imagine paying I, as much. Maybe I'm not as as big of a fan as things as other people are, but I just cannot imagine paying for an autograph. You know the well. Let's just end the movie. So they all come out one by one, but Saris is still alive. So everyone thinks it's part of the show, and then he gets vaporized. Yep, he gets turned into like dust. Yep, and the movie ends with. Galaxy Quest, the next generation yeah, kind re- of yeah, like reboot. It's a, a reboot of it, and it's all this cast. But P- then they introduce the hot, uh, the hot chick, and it's Jane Doe as <laughs> her name is Jane Doe. That's great. Yeah, and then uh, featuring Guy So and So. Yep, he's he's now a permanent yeah, member. He's now of the a permanent member. I think he's a security officer, right? Yeah, yeah, something something like that. Something like that. And then that's how the movie ends. Yeah, but seeing that scene with with Shat the Shatner scene where like that supposedly happened to him. Every, I've been going to like combo conventions since I was a kid, and yeah. I always felt bad for like the guys who used to be in a TV show, and they're just sitting there, and no one's going up to them. Yep. And that scene, that this reminds me of those guys. Like, you know who's at every convention? The black, the original black Power Ranger. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Every fucking yeah, I met him, yeah. convention. I saw Lou Ferrigno at a booth with the Hulk. Line. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, that sucks, dude. Yeah. But I also see, see that guy from the room. Oh, Tommy Wizow? I, I, he has his own booth. It's not an autograph booth. Yeah, yeah. It's his uh-huh. own booth. Uh-huh. And I remember walking by and being like, oh, my God. Because I, I haven't seen the movie. And ma- you don't want to see it. Maybe it'll be on spoilers. Because uh, the previews that I've know. seen of it. It's rough. The previews, just the previews alone are just like, oh, it's, it's, it's god awful. Well, I'll tell you what. The, there's a movie coming out with James Franco. and uh, is, it, is the, it based on him? Yes. It's about the making of The Room. So how about we watch The Room? Okay. Yes. Because that movie looks good. Weird, weirdly enough, I saw that preview. I saw I saw Franco as that character, and I thought, it looks like the guy from The Room. Yeah. But it, but it can't be it's that. A, it's the story it of how The Room was made. Oh, my and God. And, like, uh, Seth Rogen plays the guy who, like, was directing the movie while Wizow wasn't behind the director's chair. All right. Good. It's called The Disaster Artist. It's based on a book. So one of the crew members wrote a book called The De- Disaster Artist, and they made it into – so we can watch The Room if you want. Good, uh, good, good. I, I do want to check it off my list, but I will not I will dude, not watch it, it, it if is, I don't have to. It is rough. All right. Let's, uh, we'll do it for the show. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. 
Galaxy Quest. That's it. Closing thoughts? It's so fun. It was yeah. still so much fun. It was great watching that. I actually watched it twice <laughs> in, in the past week. Because I watched it once and I'm like, and I, I just want to watch it again. Just, just because I, st- I still enjoy it mm-hmm. more so now than I think I ever did at the beginning. Everyone, everyone in the cast is good, but their comedic timing is great. Yeah. Rockwell, he's fantastic. Shaloub and Rickman, they have the dry humor. It's, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. Everyone's great. Yeah. Everyone. And, and it pokes plus. enough fun at the genre uh-huh. that you still, you still kind of appreciate it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the genre itself, I think, knows it's kind of cheesy yeah. at, at places. And this movie does a, a perfect job of, of walking that line of, yeah, we know it's weird, but also it's also amazing. Yeah. I love this movie. Yeah. I've liked this movie ever since I was a kid. I saw this movie when I was like 16, 15, mm-hmm. 16 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. And I never watched Star Trek. That's the basic thing. I'm if, like, if this you, is amazing. If you start watching Star Trek and then watch this again, you'll have a, a new appreciation for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's how it's going to go. Oh, it's good. Well, that's our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials. All right, cool. The critics. Yep. Do you want to hear the good reviews? Let's the go. Bad reviews? You know, honestly, this movie's been such a good like overall standing point. Let's start with the go the good and go with the bad. So start with the good. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, let's go. Okay. Good reviews. Kevin Thomas of the LA Times says, "Fast, light, and funny. Galaxy Quest has a wide generation spanning appeal, and you don't have to be a diehard Trekkie to enjoy it." See, I agree with that. I mean, that's uh, yeah. exactly what Adam was talking about. I mean, he started with this movie when he was young, before he even did any of the Star Treks, and then afterwards, once he got back into it, it was just all—it was all more encompassing and layered, full for it. It was just great. I mean, like I enjoyed it thoroughly. From like, I mean, I watched it probably like five or six times since I've ever heard of it. Yeah. I've yeah. seen this movie a bunch. Again, was never into Star Trek. I saw this mm-hmm. movie. I liked it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Trekkies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one, one and two. And, two. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know if I can get into Star Trek. Like, I just. Yeah. Well, now it's easier. Now I can't because I'm losing faith in Star Wars. Like, I'm uh-huh. really losing faith in Star Wars uh-huh. now. So I'm like, maybe I'll give Star Trek a shot. Kind of like, uh, kind of like, well, it's not working out with the ladies. Uh, maybe, maybe the men give them a shot. It's like that kind of mentality with me now. That's that's it's quite of a comparison. It's like Stewie Griffin's like, what are you into, girls, boys? <laughs> uh, Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle says this movie is more than one joke or one idea. It's a thoroughly satisfying comedy and a respectable space adventure as well. Yeah, this could have been an episode. Mm-hmm. And finally, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times says, The movie's humor works best when the e-logic of the TV show gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. Now the bad reviews. Ugh. That's Jay, yeah. That's upsetting. Jay Webb of the Dallas Morning News says, Each actor plays an actor playing the sci-fi character. It's a bit difficult to keep track of who's who, and ultimately the characters are so underdeveloped, it's even more difficult to care about them. You're an idiot. Worst kind of idiot. Finally, this this isn't from Not one person. I know. This isn't from one person. It's just USA Today. Galaxy Quest skirts dangerously close to being the thing it parodies. A second-rate space opera. Oh. Disagree. Wow. Strong disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine. Now, Rotten Tomatoes. This is part of the show where I make the, the guys get the score of the Rotten Tomatoes game. Okay. This is part of the show where I make... Yeah. <laughs> God. 
I'm j- I try to go off copy, and I'm like, I'll just jump back into it. No, <laughs> I should stay on copy. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's average score from 0 to 100. Amongst critics and the audience, 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85% and up is th- certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Let's do the audience first. Okay. This is going to be tough because I have such huge bias. I, I can't imagine they did well, but I also don't hear too much about it. Well, not like actively. If I say, hey, have you seen that movie? They'll be like, oh, yeah. But but if I don't bring uh-huh. it up, I never hear it mentioned. But it's, it's still so amazing. All right. I'm going to... I want to give it a high 90, but audience is going to give it an 81%. Okay. Oh, that's a high one. Uh, you know, I'll stick with a 75. 78%. Ooh. What did you say yours was, Adam? 81? Well, you're closer. You're closer to me. All right. Yeah, barely. Yeah. And now the critics. The tomato meter. There's not much to complain about here. It's great acting. The effects were great. What... What can you say negative about it? It's 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 a comedy. It's it's meant to be parroting what it is. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. Oh man, eighty-seven. I think they have more respect than the audience. I think they might have should have less. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for a seventy. Ninety percent. Yes. Thank God. The critics. Well, I never win. So, so. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Oh, no. He's been in a lot of the movies we're doing, and since we all love him, we decided to ask what role Giamatti have had in this movie. You can't take anyone out. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can. Who would you take out? Not the crew. But who? who's left? Well, let's see. Shit. There's, he could have Oh, pl- my God, it's rough. He, well, <laughs> he could play, um, the, what do you, I don't know. Cause could he like, play like one of the, the termite aliens? He could even play Ceres. No, Ceres is great. He's, he's perfect. What about the announcer from the the show? When, nice. At the end? Ah, true love. What if he played the the the, the termite who dies, who's, who's based his life off of... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, for, yeah, the Chocodar's Rickman. hammer guy. Yeah. But he doesn't say much. No, but it's, 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 it's important in a role. All right. If I had to take somebody out, because I want, I want to get as much screen time as possible, if I had to take one of the people out, it'd be Mathazar. Okay. The, the the main alien yeah. that becomes a commander. Even that hurts see, though. I, yeah, I can see Giamatti. Yeah, do in that role. This, oh, one, this is hard. That's it, yes. You can't sub anyone out. There's so many. The every, everybody's works. amazing. This amazing cast. Everybody yeah. nailed it. Oh man. Okay. Uh, now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Just after the crew arrives via the pods. The Thermians appear without their appearance generators. When the captain asks who wants a tour, at least Sigourney Weaver did oh, not know that guy was going to scream in terror as he did. <laughs> you can see a very real reaction from her at that moment. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm going to watch it again just for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam Rockwell bases portrayal on Bill Paxton's performance in Aliens. In particular, his hysterical fear nice. of being killed and his mental collapse upon seeing a motion detector that shows their enemy closing in on them. The, yes. So he yeah. was Paxton. That was... Oh, but we fucking nailed it. Yeah. Not even knowing that. Well, I knew that going <laughs> in, but... Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was the... Uh, uh, there's a red dot coming towards the green dot, guys. <laughs> That's red right. dot. I think we're the green dot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> 
They, I feel like they could be interchangeable almost. Paxton and Rockwell. Oh yeah, you could throw very it similar. Wooded, yeah. Um, when looking for the ship's core and entering the air ducts, Gwen DeMarco, played by Sigourney Weaver, says, "Ducks? Why is it always air ducts?" This is a very possible reference to Sigourney Weaver's involvement in the Alien films, where a great huh. deal of the action takes place <laughs> in air ducts. Nice. I didn't catch that. That's good. And finally, the film proved quite popular with Star Trek fans. At the 2013 Star Trek convention in Las Vegas, it received enough support in a Star Trek film ranking and was included with the 12 Star Trek films that had been released at the time on the voting ballot. The fans of the convention ranked Galaxy Quest as the seventh best Star Trek film of all time. So they've included it amongst the original movies. Like, that's how good this movie is. You can throw it in with the rest. Yeah, but... At the time, though... Does that mean that this beat out, or it had to have beat out the one with the whales? Oh, yeah, probably. The Last Frontier? Most likely, yeah. Okay. Hopefully, at least beat that one out. And now, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $45 million. How much do you think Mm. its total worldwide gross was? That's tough because I feel like they didn't leave room for a sequel, but they, I feel like I, I want one, but I don't know how you could do that. So you can't judge it based on there was no sequel. Oh, man. We're like, this is in theaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 173. That's awfully interesting. You went 173? Mm-hmm. 140. In the U.S., this grows 71.5. Overseas, it grows 19.1, bringing its total gross to 90.6 million. Damn it. What was the original amount? 45. 45. No, only doubled, my friend. Yeah. I was trying to go for just like barely tripling. Mm. This film debuted in seventh place. Do you believe that? This film debuted in seventh place. That's outrageous. (laughs) On the weekend. But Uh, this is a cult following type of movie. Yes. Ugh. Uh... This I'm sorry. This film debuted in seventh place on the weekend of Christmas Eve, 1999, with seven million dollars. Well, that's a bad release date too, though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's dump month, basically. Uh, no, like some big movies get released in December because, like, you oh, you, Star Wars did. You, well, they they've been doing that now, but the prequels were released during the summer. But the but the idea is like your Oscar movies and like your family yeah. movies get released around the Christmas time. Yeah, I guess they're not trying to win an Oscar for this. Like, <laughs> I know this is fun. So it debuted in seventh place. I want to read to you the uh, six other movies that debuted ahead of it. Okay. On that opening weekend. What year was this? Nineteen ninety nine. So number six was Man on the Moon, that Jim Carrey movie where he plays Andy Kaufman. Okay. Number five was The Green Mile. Number four was Toy Story two. Okay. Number three was Stuart Little. Eesh. Number two was The Talented Mr. Ripley. And number one was Any Given Sunday, the football movie with Pacino. You ever see that? Yeah. You gotta go for that inch! It's giving that Pacino fucking yeah. speech. Mm. That's, a, that's a lot of range, though, as far as movies go. Yeah. You had a lot of options. Yeah. And uh, genres, too. It's, just, it's, it's all yeah. over the place. That's tough. Hmm. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the ninth highest grossing film in the category sci-fi comedy. Ninth. Oh. Number one. Can you guess it? Uh, Spaceballs. What? <laughs> sci-fi comedy. I know, but... It's not... No? No. Oh. 
And I guess I guess Maze Road is not really a game, but yeah. Okay. Oh, sci-fi comedy. Hmm. I honestly, I have Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> no, that's not sci-fi. It's a no. horror. Damn it. Horror comedy. That's tough. I want to say if a comedy that comes to mind is Spaceballs. I don't... Number one in this category is Here Comes the Man in Black, Man in oh, Black, yeah. Galaxy okay. that's, that's That's strong. That's strong. And finally, Galaxy Quest was the 30th highest grossing film of 1999. Number one that year was Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh, no. Well, that was all me, Star. That was all me, dude. That was okay. all the Star Wars fans. Like, yeah. it's back. Yes. It's right. gonna crush it. That's 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 false uh, advertising type of situation. <laughs> yeah, that was us thinking like, oh, he's back. Lucas is back, right. baby. Yeah, it's like Force Awakens is gonna be the best movie of that year, just because we've been waiting for so long. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Uh huh. Whether it was good or bad, I mean, Force Awakens was much better than Episode One for yes, sure, definitely. But it was also very much like Episode Four. Yeah, it, it was. It was almost like a carbon copy. Just like, hey, remember when we were good? Remember that? <laughs> check, <laughs> check us out again, guys, please. Don't forget those prequels, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please. Remember when we knew what we were doing? <laughs> well, we were we were fifteen when Episode One came out, and I remember seeing on the news people lined up thirty days before the premiere at the Chinese theater. People were really out. Yeah, they set wow. up tents and everything, and then the movie sucked. <laughs> I, I, I remember I, the only capping out I did for a Star Wars was, I think it was a re-release of episode five, four or five. In 97 when they did the re-releases. Yeah. I remember standing in line for that with some friends of mine. Jason Tucker was uh, who I stood along with. We played some arcades in the meantime while the parents stood in line. That was fun times. I waited 12 hours for episode three oh. at the theater in La Habra. That Regal at Beach and Imperial. The, the re-release, I assume. No, it was... The actual one? Star Wars Episode Three, the prequel. Oh, three. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, I, yeah. The, all these timelines are weird. Wait in line 12 hours. Okay. Jesus Christ. We got in line around 11... Wait, what? After... Okay, so you saw the first we two. We thought... We thought... <laughs> we didn't think there'd be any more Star Wars movies. We were like, this is it, dude. Like, they're, oh, not, yeah. they're never fucking releasing another one. Okay. Like, they're never going to do an Episode Seven. That was our mentality. That makes sense. And okay. we walked out of there just like, God damn it. He got us <laughs> like he got us again. <laughs> oh man. Adam, where can you watch Star Trek and Star Wars and all these sci fi properties? Well, uh first watch Galaxy Quest. No, you know what? Watch the original series. Oh, watch Galaxy Quest, then the original series of Star Trek. Uh do it on Amazon, but before you do that, go to our website first. Click on the banner, it'll take you to Amazon, do your shopping, do all the things you want to do. I wonder if they have a Alan Rickman head Oh, piece. that'd be cool. That'd be a great cosplay. Yeah. That, that'd be one of those that's like... Ah, uh, you got you to gotta know who it is. Yeah, I yes. love those. Those are great. I love those. Shoot. I think I'm too dark for that. At the... But I might try to pull that off. At the Stan Lee <laughs> LA... Uh, LA... Uh, Stan, whatever the I think fuck it's Stan Lee now. presents the LA Comic Con. Yeah, whatever it's called now. now. Yeah. I saw like pictures from there, and um, some guy put... Does this cosplay make sense to you? And it's the first one is a picture of a guy, and on his chest is like a flat screen TV. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what is, is it supposed to be? Or? And then they go, and then it's like a slide, and it goes slide to see the answer. And then when he slides, 
his wife is coming out between his legs as Samira from The Ring. Uh, and I'm okay. like, oh, that makes sense. I saw a Demogorgon there, which was pretty good, uh, from Stranger Things at the LA Comic Con. And it, it's not what it used to be. I feel like it's, it's it slid off a little bit. It, w- it was entertaining to be there, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of just like, all right. <laughs> I feel like I've been here too many times. Yeah. Hmm. I like the uh, the Long Beach ones better. The Long Beach ones are, I think, are, are much more involved. Okay. But anyway, that's 1999's Galaxy Quest, directed by Dean Parasot. Check out our website, RatPackPodcast.com/slash/spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're kicking off something new here. Oh. So, um, what are we kicking off new? So we decided that... When your birthday comes around, uh-huh. you get to get any movie you want. Yeah. So the thank so this is so the thankful series. You're picking a good movie that yeah. you are legitimately thankful for, which was interrupted uh, by Jester by, showing yeah, up by his making his return. Which well worth it. Well worth it. Well worth it. Mm-hmm. If you listened to last week, oh yes, well worth it. So the birthday coming up soon is our very own Maestro. So he gets a free pick for whatever he wants. It can be good. It can be bad. It's whatever he wants. He controls his. Uh, he controls the show for next week. I, I do not appreciate the laugh. It makes me worry. So, Maestro, you, you, your last pick for uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes, was that was surprising. It was, it was surprisingly yeah. well because I, I was actually thankful for that movie. Good. Uh, this one does not have to be good because it's your choice. Yes. And that's what worries me the most. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll give you a fighting chance. Okay. I'll you, g- do you have a choice yet or are you going to make one? I'll give you time? a choice. You're going to give me a choice? I'll give you a choice. You can't give me a choice for your birthday? Because I like them all. Oh, boy. So I'll give you a choice. All right. I assume I haven't heard of any of these, by the way. I'm assuming. <laughs> this is quite possible. They're like a Japanese import or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. First, first on the list... Undisputed three. <laughs> is that Big okay, Rames? Do, do you even know what Undisputed is? Big yeah, okay. Rames, right? I, I saw one of the. I saw one of the Undisputed. The first one. It's it was Ving Rames versus Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes in prison. Okay, it was a boxing movie in prison. Okay, yeah, that was, I, th- I think it was all, all right. Mm-hmm. The fact that they kept making more, I don't understand. <laughs> okay, okay. Number two, Man of Tai Chi. This oh, is nice. this mm. is not uh, an Asian film. More so, this is the 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 uh, the first director, uh, fil- the film directed by Keanu Reeves. Oh, mm. this should be interesting. And the third choice and the final choice is Swiss Army Man. Yowza! That do you even know what that is? No, that sounds awful already. So, from all of those three, <laughs> I'm assuming it's like one of those like. Um, Million Dollar Man type of guys, or he has a bunch of things he can pull out of his... Uh, not really. Now, think about it this way. You have Undisputed 3, which is not a sequel, a third installment. That was, okay. I think it was direct-to-video. Yeah, uh, I feel the, like the, the second it, one was the, also direct-to-video. Yeah. Okay. The second one was also direct-to-video, and that's the only reason why I know about this and you don't. And is that Bank Tyson at all? Was that... No, no, no. What's the one uh, recently? Who? It was the Ip Man. Who? Bank yeah. Tyson's in the Ip Man. Yeah. 
Oof, uh, that's got to be free, now, bro. Now remember, this is <laughs> Keanu Reeves' first directorial movie. I'm very uh, that that is piquing my interest. Yes, and then the third one is Swiss Army Man. Are you looking it up, Hollywood? I know what it is. Okay, all right. A, a brief, brief synopsis. Super brief, because if I choose it, I want to be going blind as much as possible. You might. What is it? You about? might go blind. Oh my god. Uh, tell them what it is. Br- uh, why? How about I read you the IMDb synopsis? Okay, yeah, that's a one those sentence. Are, those are usually very general. Yeah. Okay, give me, give me a second here. Now, are these movies that you actually enjoy, or is, is honest to God, is this to torture me? No, no. Uh, I watched Undisputed Three. I've watched How- Man Tai Chi, and I've been wanting to watch Swiss Army Man. Oh, here's Swiss Army Man synopsis. A hopeless man stranded on a deserted island befriends a dead body, and together they go on a surreal journey to get home. Hard pass. And the dead body <laughs> is played by Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, shit. See why it's not a hard pass anymore? All right. <laughs> no, no. It's still a hard pass. Oh. Uh, I want to go from uh, Keanu Reeves, the Tai Chi. Man, man tai, tai Chi? Okay. All right. Uh, and only because... Uh, Keanu Reeves, I've, I've, I've been very fond of for a long time. I'm very curious <laughs> what he might do with the movie in his control. Because he has a wide range of... He's in it, too. Oh, is he also in it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when was this? When did that come out? 2013. Okay. All right. So this is before John Wick. Right, yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for Man uh, from Tai Chi. Minamata Yimi? And honest to God, this is this is weird and uh, doesn't make sense because, w- as you said it, it made me think of the um, the girl from I- Ipanema, mm-hmm. which is a it's a rap pack song that Sinatra does, mm. which is like elevator music. Which is it, mm-hmm. it, it just it feels it makes you feel good about yourself. Okay, so I'm hoping Reeves makes me feel good about myself <laughs> based on. <laughs> Oh, but I'm still very worried. Damn it. Right. <laughs> I've never heard of it, so I don't know. Oh, damn it. So we're both blind. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't watch the trailer. Don't watch I the know. trailer. All right. What, what's the full title again? Man the of Man? Tai Chi. Yes. Okay. See, I was I already had even even too much in my head already. Man of Tai Chi. <laughs> Man from Tai Chi. Man of. Oh. Of. Just click, just Google it now. That's yeah, fine. We'll get it after the podcast is over. So, check out The Man of Tai Chi 2013. Uh, until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. I'm Adam.